For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Well, not so fast. It's still Coles with Patrick from down in Florida. He's down in Florida, right? He's, he's with us today. <laughs> I'm in but, Florida. Yeah, yeah. Sir, I'm in Florida. <laughs> Thank God you're there. <laughs> I am in Florida. What do we got yeah. going on back home? Oh, I, Patrick, I got to tell you. Snow coming or what? Yeah, I got a, a blizzard, apparently. Really? Yeah, okay. I told Dahl, I said, if it's going to get that bad between 3 and 4, I'm out of here at 335. Two to four inches tonight, a little bit more tomorrow yeah. morning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, and then, and then five to ten inches, he says, on Saturday. What? Not at your house. <laughs> well, never there, right? <laughs> That's an old joke that we know. I, know. I would say, uh, yeah, he said four, uh, five to ten inches by by the end of the day Saturday. Yep. Wow. Really? Yeah, and this I think he's probably that twenty-five degree heart attack stuff too, right? Yes, big sloppy, the, heavy not stuff. The cold uh, stuff. Okay. How's your weather, Patrick? Uh, uh, it's cloudy today. <laughs> Unseasonably cool. <laughs> Unseasonably no, cloudy. No, it's about eighty-seven. But wow. It was cloudy. It was very disappointing. Hey, the sun's come out now, though. Could you guys help me out with something? Because you okay. left me. You left me on Monday. I think it was when I had to get into work to the editorial meeting. It was you, Kenny, and Joe, and Reavers, all the whole gang, and, and Rookie. You guys were talking about two Germans tangled with a mannequin. Oh, God. And, wait. In a, uh, in a toy car. In a toy car. But the unanswered question was, how do you get tangled up Jay, with a mannequin? I went and I want to know how. I went out and bought a six-foot by six-foot yes. dry erase board, and I worked through the night, and there's no possible way. Of, I cannot figure it out. I, there's no way. Was I it like the scene out of A Beautiful Mind? Yeah. 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 I got all these figures and drawings and then arrows and dot, 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 dot over to here. And nothing computes. I... You guys left me, and I had to go into the meeting, and I'm like, I, that's the greatest question of the week. How do you get tangled up yeah, entangled well, in a mannequin? you got to find out what size the car is, too. Well, the, yeah, the, the mayor's question yeah. of what role does the toy car play <laughs> yes, right. was the key question. See, I'm convinced there was a camera mounted on the car. They were just using the, cam- the car to move the camera around to get different angles. But I watch a lot of internet videos, so you know. All right. That's the best. Yeah, I was. That's uh, the best theory yet. I couldn't figure it out. Just think, twenty-five oh, years ago, you could have gotten away with that. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe remember Steve Harvey's weird that the, the other Steve Harvey, the the weird stories that used to appear in the newspaper. From around the world, there'd be like oh, news of the weird. news of the weird. But it news only weird. run yeah. like once a month. Yep, right. yep. Mm-hmm. So you know, and it was like two years late half the time. So <laughs> right. uh, you know, these guys probably would have, you know, they would have gotten on to something else by the time. But now, two days later, the, the world knows you were in a toy car with a mannequin. And another guy. Right away. I yeah. mean, before you even get home from the hospital, <laughs> your mom's calling you, going, "Armor, suit of armor, <laughs> what?" 
think it's fair. Hey, Royce, restarting oh, right now is uh, last yeah. night's uh, gold medal hockey game. Did you watch any of it? Did you watch the ladies? I watched a little uh, bit, but I fell asleep. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it was good. The end of that game was so mm-hmm. cool. That Lamoro girl. Which one scored it? Was it Monique? Uh, Monique got the game tire. Jocelyn had the uh, uh, shootout goal yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, Jocelyn. She wow. wrapped it around that her was, legs three times. And... Patrick, it was voodoo on skates. Yeah. I've, I've I saw, never I seen I anything the, like that. I've seen, uh, well, they've replayed it like 700 times. Yeah. <laughs> the winning goal. And every time I see the winning goal, I fall down. I just It is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It is wonderful because two days ago, the shootout is not fair. There's no way to decide a hockey game. Right. It's terrible. Unless we win. It's awful. This was the greatest shootout ever. It was great. Yes. These girls deserve yes. the goal. You're so right. Hey, Kenny, I don't know if you caught any of the beginning. Americans of... are jackasses. Yes, we are. We are. We just, Proudly you know, so. We I... lose. We lose to the poor Czech Republic, only half a country in a shootout. That's not fair. Yeah. And then uh, we, you know, the biggest country in the world, and we beat Canada in a shootout. And, oh, it's great! <laughs> we cleaned your clock! <laughs> Losers! Hey, how about some of those Canadian chicks taking off their medal, though? What a bunch of losers. What was that all about? Uh, just because I they... Saw, I saw the quote from one of the girls, and she said she was just so upset, and she wasn't playing for second, and she wanted oh. to win. Oh, and yeah, as soon but, as but, she got off the ice, one of the Olympic officials made her put it back on and said, yeah. you, you don't have any choice. You have to wear it. And she Ridiculous. sounded she sounded apologetic, but she was really, really broken yeah, hearted. Yeah, well. She's a snot and should be banned from the Olympics. You know, I was talking to Coles uh, before the show, Patrick, and half the girls on that Canadian team, they, they skated for UMD. Yeah. I they mean, did. these two teams yeah. literally have been in the same locker room together for years. A lot of them are still teammates. And, and a lot of them, Jay, didn't they start together as yes. little kids? That's what Reavers was <laughs> Reavers was mocking me earlier today because I started the show. And I, Patrick, you can appreciate this. I, My daughter Madison played with seven of the girls on the U.S. Really? team. Yes. Wow. But three of them, if you can imagine this, they start at U12. So when Madison was 10, 11, and 12, three of the U.S. women... Amanda Kessel, Brianna Decker, and the backup goalie Alex Rigsby were on Madison's U-12 team. Wow. Madison's was that that and, wasn't a Chaddock already. No, no, that was down with the Madison Capitals. Okay. And okay. so on that U-12 team, if you can imagine a Little League team, they had 17 girls, all played Division One. Three of them ended up winning the gold medal last night. And then she played with Sydney Morn at UMD, Maddie Rooney at UMD, Laura Schuler, the head coach of the Canadian team, Crazy. was her assistant coach at UMD. Wow. So I told Reavers, this is it great. dawned on me when the game started. Oh, hey. Oh, hey, I've got some emotional connections here. And the former daughter-in-law yeah. is, yes. Mo- is Monique Lamoureux. Right. I was at her wedding. You were at her wedding. <laughs> yes, you were. So I I started, I had the sweaty palms. I was I nervous the, when I met Dad. But, I know, uh, and, I, <laughs> and, I, and you should still be nervous. Um, well, Jay, how many from both teams actually went to Shattuck, too? Um, on, on last night's game, I want to say there were five Shattuck alum. Five. Mm-hmm. But only cool. Madison only played with Kessel and Decker at Shattuck. But because some are a little bit older, but I told so, Reavers, I said all of a sudden it felt like I was watching my daughter again because I I know all these kids since they were ten and all their families, so I really got I got juiced up about it. But it's the whole thought of the fact that it didn't dawn it on didn't you until the game had started. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty you much had it. A, you had an investment. Well, you you got to know, Jay. You let's got face, it. You know, let's Jay. face it. Olympic <laughs> hockey 
women's <laughs> hockey, they should just have U.S. and Canada Correct. play best, best of five. Yeah, yeah. Best of five, right? Yeah. Just make it like a playoff series. Jay, have you right? talked to Maddie today? Is she at all disappointed or bummed out, or does she feel left out that she's not on the team? Cause no, because she wasn't good a, enough. Oh, really? No, she wasn't good enough. But she'll admit that? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, to get to... If she the, won, her dad will admit it for her. Right. <laughs> wow, I can't believe what you're saying, Dad. Uh, no, she wasn't no, good it's enough. It's nice to hear. It's refreshing. Yeah, hear. she was not good enough. But she she was invited to try out, and Patrick knows how these levels go. It was U17, U19. She was invited at the U17 age to try out for the national team. One of, I think, 17 defensemen, and she got cut, and then she never got invited back. So she, at one point, was kind of in the mix, yeah. but she didn't uh, work as hard, and she didn't train as hard as she, you know as the rest. Is that Just, because her last name is Coles? Coles, most likely. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and so she never, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> that makes me love her even more. <laughs> she is a great She is a great kid, and we yeah. shouldn't take advantage of her just to needle the old man. You right. know what? You're <laughs> Even by our standards. I, I apologize to rent. Madison because you're a hundred <laughs> steps ahead of your old man. Even by our standards. This <laughs> yeah. You're smarter, you're funnier, yeah, you're more true. better yeah. looking. Everything. She likes girls like I like girls, so <laughs> God bless her. So... <laughs> Okay, Dad. Well, okay. you know what I'm okay, saying. Dad. So, um, anywho, I, I Patrick, I, I was invested in it last night. Oh yes, yeah. I was. I, I wish I. I wish it would have started. I had Eastern time, fellas. That was another oh, thing. Yeah. I, you oh, know, yeah. they didn't drop the puck till 11:05. I That's hung right. in there as long as I could, but <laughs> I went down to Micklebobs and ate ribs last night. I had a big belly full of ribs. I couldn't stay awake. <laughs> It's like eating sleeping pills. Pat, did you see any of the uh, men versus uh, Canada the uh, curling this morning? No, but uh, they must be good guys because Lavelle told me he drank with them last this a few months ago. He ran into them in some bar in St. Paul, and they had a few cocktails with them. That was Houston. fun and exciting. Too, this, this team, morning. everybody you, was Coles. mad at yeah. these guys when this thing started, right? And now they're playing for the gold. Monumental now. comeback is what they're going on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I told Coles earlier, I said, there's one thing I want to do if I ever go to Olympics, and that's party with the winning curling team because those guys know how to have a good time. Hey, Where's Schuster from, Duluth? I think so. I have no idea. But you we've know, been, you, we've written a lot of stuff about him in the Star Tribune. There's no way you can match those guys drink for drink. You just let them go at their pace, right? And, and I they, just sit back, and you uh, go yeah. at the civilian, non-professional. But right. you know what? I was reading a bunch of my friends in Canada stuff. They're much more upset about the curling than the women's hockey. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I it's, bet. Uh, you know, the women's hockey. Was, oh, okay. Well, How about the two-fisting husband? How's he taking it? <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about beers? Or yeah, what? that guy, yeah, that guy is yeah. incredible. Whew, scared me a second. <laughs> By the way, here at – is there any more game in America – any more game more wholesome in America than baseball? Baseball. You remember James Earl Jones' speech about yep. baseball? Yeah. Well, the Twins were taking BP. Oh, no. 20 <laughs> yeah. minutes ago. Yeah. I saw this tweet. We had a rap song, <laughs> yeah. which the N-word was flying. Yeah. The euphemism for, euphemism for intercourse was flying. Oh, boy. Now, the fans were still outside, but it was so damn loud you could have heard it in St. Paul. <laughs> I don't know if... This is the vibe we want to give yeah. off here for the grand old game. Yeah, that's you're you know? right. That's not family. Friendly. I was offended, for God's sakes. Oh, Burt Lancaster's uh, character out of Field of Dreams wouldn't have liked it, right? No, no. Remember no, he played that the Doc. Uh, 
that was a doc? I don't think I, I had to go in and give my Al Green speech in the press box, as a matter of fact. How much, if this country still listened to Al Green, we wouldn't have any problems. Well, you'd think that they would be uh, aware of this and not do that. Well, they let the players choose the music. Oh, apparently. in the locker room, maybe, but not when there's fans right out the gate and they could hear this. Ah, uh, well, I don't know. If you know, really quick, because I know we got a break. I was when I was running the Chanhassen team, Patrick. Uh, we had a lot of fans that would show up for a nice Sunday matinee ball game, and uh, mm-hmm. I let a couple of the younger guys pick the songs during BP. And Oopsie. as I'm watching somebody's Oopsie. kindly old grandmother, seem like <laughs> we might want to turn down the tunes, fellas. Yeah, okay. same same exact situation. <laughs> Grandma was... pulls off her wig, throws it on the ground, and stomps out of there. <laughs> All right. All right. See ya. Quoting now from Pat Old Number Nine Royce's Twitter account: Extremely graphic rap tunes playing during Twins' early BP. We had N-words flying and intercourse euphemisms used as an adjective. Gates not yet open, but it was blasting. Let me just favor and retweet that right now. And we're playing this Marvin Gaye for you, my friend. That's actually Al Green. That's Al Green. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Al yeah, Green. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. And so now all is right with the world, right, Pat? Yes. There you go, Kenny. It just popped up on my phone. You're retweeting. So <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That's good. I'm sure. So you're that, one of uh, the rare coworkers that Kenny hasn't blocked, unlike me. <laughs> well, Roycey no, leaves me alone. We're co-owners on of the Krabby Coffee Shop. That's yeah. true. Yeah, and we never talk. So we, we have a business to run. <laughs> we can get along fantastic. That's exactly right. Oh man. Uh, so, you know who's the starting pitcher tonight for the Gophers at 6 o'clock? Nope. Jeff Fashing, son of St. John's football coach Gary Fashing. Really? Okay. And if Gary and his wife flew down for the game, I'm going to have him on at 4.15 and talk about the, well, 5, 5.15 here, 4.15 there. But uh, that's got to be a tough job. You're coaching a college football team, and you still got to run all over the country to watch your kid pitch, right? Uh, at least it's nice weather where he's got to run all over the country. Yes, that's yeah. true. They may never yeah. get back. No. Uh, they, I wonder if they wonder if they realize that. So explain the spring training situation for the Gophers. I can't imagine being in school. They can be down there that long. Do they train uh, right you here know, we indoors? Have, uh, we have pretty well uh, taken care of all that stuff with uh, mass tutoring. They're here. We, they were last week. They were in Georgia and went home. Wow! And mm-hmm. or they might have stayed. I mean, this might be what they used to call the spring trip. And they're here. They're here another week, and then they go home and start playing in the uh, in the new dome, the Taj Mahal. They're in there for uh, the, pretty cool. much the rest of the spring. Well, so, you know what they used to do when Madison played hockey for UMD, and sometimes they would take a swing out east or whatever and be gone for two weeks uh nowadays they just the professors give professors give them everything online and they got to take care of it every day as if they're in class on the road online and that's how they stay with it now so they can be gone all the time uh, if you're a men's basketball team or football team (laughs) they just do the test for you right (laughs) (laughs) you don't worry about it just 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 sign this and you'll come back and collect your b plus (laughs) make sure it's only a b make sure don't don't put in too good a paper everybody knows you're a dumb dumb there's no way you could get an a (laughs) (laughs) what's the a plus no way that's good you can't you can't flunk out anymore. It's it's virtually impossible. Yeah. They they got it all taken. Challenge care. accepted. I just say I tried <laughs> I tried and I couldn't flunk out myself. I even uh, tried hard. Didn't work. Well, I you know, I went a hundred years ago and I was doing fine until I took astronomy. 
Because I figured, because I never opened a book, I figured, what the hell? Oh, right. You got stars, you know. Right. Right. You got to know the difference between the star and the moon. Right. They wanted you to know stuff. I had no shot. <laughs> I had no shot. And I was sitting next to a prominent, my desk was next to a prominent gopher football player who was there the first week. And that first day, and I never Never saw him again. (laughs) And he was still playing. (laughs) Wow. That's the way to do it. Yes. That's true. (laughs) That was back when you, you know, they they didn't have TV courses and the whole damn thing. So, anyway. But, uh, yeah. We, we, by the way, we're playing very gentle music now as we I can let tell. people in here. Yeah, yeah, it almost sounds like you're in a cafeteria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I have to close the gate here because uh, <laughs> this game is actually on local radio and television tonight. Uh, you know, the go- the uh, twins have a guy named Stasi, S-T-A-S-S-I. That would have been a tough name to have if you lived in East Germany. <laughs> Here comes Stasi. Ah! <laughs> Everybody be in their basements. Those are the secret police, yeah. right? Stasi. Yeah, the Stasi. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. an old yeah. Nazi. Uh, that was. I gotta that... ask this kid what his grandpa did. For him. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you. That's what you. You know, you run into an Argentinian who's got like blonde hair and stuff, and you say, uh, "What gramps do?" <laughs> I got a chance to ask you and Reavers this. Now, you got the twins who've signed one guy, right? Odorizzi, Odorosi? No, they signed They four. signed a couple. Oh, did they? Yeah, they signed three relievers and then one decent starter. Okay, so it's well, them. They in, traded for Is it yeah. them in Cleveland then in the, in the Central? Yes. That's it, right? Pretty much. Everybody else stinks, correct? No, it's Cleveland, then them. Okay. Than the other three. Gotcha. Teams. So, so maybe a wild a card. Between, there's a gap between. Yeah, same as last year. Maybe I would. I would bet. And the beauty of a, a lot season, of things went right last year. And the beauty of a season like this, Jay. Now in Major League Baseball, you've got half the league that's basically trying to lose uh, throughout baseball. Not that much, but because a third, maybe trying to lose because. Well, that's the new formula for how oh, to build okay. a competitive baseball you. team. Houston. Uh, uh, Jay right. had like the worst team in right. the league for three years, and then they won a World Series. And right. the Cubs, the Cubs never got that bad, but the Cubs, the Cubs never reduced their payroll that much. But the Cubs kind of used the same formula too. So because the Royals were hot there for a couple of years, right? Won it all, and then now where are the Royals now? Are they any they're, good? Uh, going the other direction. They the other just direction. bunched. A, they just dropped a bunch of players. Yeah, they're yeah. they're going back to cutting budget. Huh. But there's enough money in the in the industry now that these guys get revenue sharing checks and not they're not by by not drawing all you know by drawing five hundred thousand less people they're still making some money. So. And Reavers tells me we got to go make some money. We got to take a break. Yes, we'll we do. We'll be right back. And let's head out east and get the Your Money Now report. It comes to us courtesy from Federated Insurance down in Owatonna, Minnesota. From the Wall Street Journal, here is Bruce Vale with Your Money Now. And for the second straight day, stocks rallied early today, but this time the market held on for some gains. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 164 points, closing at 24,962. The NASDAQ Composite did drop 8 points, and the S&P 500 picked up just 2 points. The housing market is so tight right Right now that almost two-thirds of house hunters have been searching for at least three months. That's according to a new survey conducted by the National Association of Home Builders. It includes people
people looking for both new and previously owned homes. About 42% of those surveyed said they couldn't find a home they could afford. 36% said they couldn't find a house with the features they wanted. Insurance company The Hartford will donate $700,000 in grants and educate about a half million kids on the importance of fire prevention and safety. The money will go to the 100 cities with the highest home fire risk, according to the company's home fire index. Minneapolis is on that list, so the city will get $20,000, with half going to a local fire department and half to a public school district. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Here is Mr. John Height with a sports update. Thank you, Patrick. Cloudy and 29 degrees in the snow. I just looked at the radar right there. It's coming. It's Where's it coming from? Where should I be it's watching? Coming south. Up. It's yeah. coming from the south and the west. Ooh. Okay, when so if I go down this- to... UHAS tweeted out a picture, Kenny, of uh, Sioux City, Iowa, and the traffic down there is already uh, pretty unbearable. When it comes from the south and the west, it's uh, mushy. Yes. The heart attacks, no. Yes. Wild back in action tonight, continuing East Coast Swing. They are playing New Jersey. Uh, They got no chance. They're going to be so hungover they can't (laughs) breathe. They've been in Manhattan for two and a half nights. They got back to backers. They got one tomorrow night, too. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll be refreshed by then. uh, The Rangers, right? Uh, Jersey tonight? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, they haven't been sober in 48 hours. Oh, God, no. Twins baseball action today. They probably are in little toy cars with mannequins running around there. Suit of armor. (laughs) Uh, Twins baseball action today down where Patrick is. uh, Not against a major league team. They're playing the Minnesota Gophers. Uh, We do have one uh, Twins roster note. They've placed JT Chargois on outright waivers. Apparently to make a spot on the 40-man, huh? I would assume. Yeah. For Chris Archer. Somebody coming in. Chris Archer. You know who doesn't want the Twins to get Chris Archer? Judd and Mackey and all the people who have been screaming for him to get Chris Archer. Because hmm. then what would, then why? Okay, but this still isn't enough. They still got to get one more. <laughs> I don't know if you uh, were able to catch the uh, the Scoop podcast section today on Mackey and okay. Judd show, Patrick. But no, I missed that. Doogie was dropping bombs left and right. <laughs> oh, really? Scoop yeah. bombs? In fact, when he was asked about Chris Archer, he said, I know I'm in here to give you answers. I don't have that answer yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's genius right Dude, there. That's please, what that God, is. never change. <laughs> oh. Kenny, I have offered Judd and Mackey yeah. $300 cash apiece for Doogie and uh, the guy from, Randy. Uh, Randy from uh, Cottage, Cottage Grove. Grove. You just want to buy them for your show. Yeah, I want to buy them for my show. Yeah. I can't use them. Yeah. yeah, that's a good, that's it. not a bad move. <laughs> no. Hey, uh, Doogie, really quick. I know the Vikings, they got to figure out what they're going to do at quarterback. What do you think they're going to do with Case Keenum? Maybe they franchise Case. Maybe they don't. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> you, you could literally, and you know this, and maybe that's why you want them, you could ask them a question and literally get in your car, go home, fix lunch, <laughs> come back, and he still wouldn't be done talking. <laughs> Seriously, I've never heard him take a breath, ever. Yeah. When I was a copy boy at the Star Tribune, uh, the outdoor guy was a guy named Jim Peterson. Uh, the grinder, they called him. Jim the grinder. It was a kind of a euphemism for how hard he worked. It was like calling it a guy, a guy slim. But the grinder yeah. used to go home the grinder. On, on his lunch book, <laughs> on, his, on his lunch break, you know, like 6.30, <laughs> 
He'd go home for lunch, for his half-hour lunch. He'd cook a meal. He'd watch a movie on TV, and he'd come rolling back in about 10, 15. That a boy. boy. And the best part is Grinder was a big fella, and they had the pneumatic tubes back then. Sure. Oh, always, right. Sure. And he, he'd, he'd go downstairs and do the makeup when there was still hot metal. And uh, Bob Sorensen was the uh, the guy running the desk. And they'd call up and say, we need the grinder. And Bob Sorensen <laughs> would say, he's in the tube. <laughs> and he'd say, go get him, grinder. And it was it was great. Well, Doogie's not lazy, is he? I mean, no, he's, oh God, a, no. he's a real go-getter. He's, oh, yeah. yeah, he's and, crazy. And don't get me wrong. I love him. I love a guy yeah, that can oh, talk sure. for four. 45 minutes straight. <laughs> That's every guy's dream in this business. News you notes. Not be stumped. No. News notes from today. Police said today one of the two people of interest in connection with that lockdown yesterday at Orono Schools was found not to be associated with the incident yesterday. Authorities confirming one juvenile taken into custody. He faces terroristic threat charges. We said the investigation remains open as investigators look into additional charges for the suspect. The second person of interest was interviewed and cleared. Police say they are no longer seeking suspects. One of them was in the was the guy correct. making the threats in the school. That's correct. Inside well, school. He was the whole during the whole lockdown. The guy that they uh, are charging with terroristic threats was in the school. Wow. Okay. So. Yeah. He must have thought he's he must have thought his classmates would really think he was a funny guy. <laughs> Wayne LaPierre, the head of the NRA, broke his silence a week after the Florida school shooting today with a defense of gun rights and an aggressive attack on what he called political elites who hate individual freedom. LaPierre used his address to the conservative conference CPAC to hit out at an anti-gun campaign. He said the, that campaign led by young survivors of the shooting have attempted to make political headway in the last week. LaPierre, yeah, those damn 17-year-olds are <laughs> political, motivated... LaPierre also hit out at the breathless national media, his words, which he said was eager to smear the NRA in the midst of genuine grief. He said elites want to eliminate our firearms freedoms and eradicate all the individual freedoms. They hate the NRA, they hate the Second Amendment, and they hate individual freedom. It had been unclear whether LaPierre would appear at the conservative conference outside Washington. Uh, the NRA often prefers to stay out of the media spotlight in the wake of any shootings. Hey, uh, Doogie, uh, how often are you asked questions, whether you're here at the radio station on social media or maybe out in the public? I mean, am I asked a lot on social media, out and about? I mean, I'm at hy the other day. A guy asked me about the Vikings, asked me about the Wolves. Are people asking me? Desperate times, stopped? desperate measures. That's an old one. I know. That is. That is. Ivy was. Nothing still. better when Doogie yeah, asks but... himself a question and then answers himself. I love that. It's so That's awesome. the most depressing one he's ever had, though, because I go to the high V. Yeah. I go to the high V. I've been working for 50 years in the media. Nobody's ever said, hey, ask me a question. Nobody ever. The same high V. Yeah, never asked me a question. I was at high V last Friday. Nobody said Nobody anything. Nobody said word. Thing. I go to the Tom Thumb on uh, my neighborhood. <laughs> the, the Muslim guy goes, you still doing that dumb traffic job? <laughs> he has no idea what radio station I work for or any of that. No. <laughs> uh, not sure if this is something to be proud or afraid of. Doctors in India recently asked. Operated on what they say could be the largest brain tumor in the world. Oh. How big? How big? The patient. This is not a goiter. Usually, you have goiter. Goiter. I, even that word is bad. Goiter. I know, but you love a goiter story. Have you seen what's a goiter look like? I mean, is it it's just a big 
glob in your head. Right? Is it hard or does it jiggle like a belly? I don't know. I never had one. Does I don't it grow want hair? One. I don't want to hear about it. Does it grow hair? I don't want to hear about it. Do you have to shave it. your goiter? Well, this, this, fella is, this fella is 31-year-old Santlal Pal, who had been living with a large mass on his head for three years before the surgery. Does it jiggle like a belly? The tumor weighed four pounds. What? Oh, Bigger. My. Than his own head. Oh, that according to Doctor Tremurti. So it's the size of like a, a, a Halloween. So pumpkin. was it on the outside? Then, it was then? on the outside. Yes, I okay. saw photos. It well, took, why didn't he go see the doc when she got to be well, about two good pounds? Good point. Here's here's the deal. Three different docs <laughs> two told pounds, him that's your cutoff. Right. <laughs> three, three different docs told him it was inoperable. Oh, so he had oh, to go to okay. a fourth, who finally said, "No, I can do this. Yeah, yeah, we'll hack that thing off. Get yeah, in here. We'll get it off. Uh, Come on." So uh, they <laughs> we did... might have to give you a, a local anesthetic, <laughs> right? But, uh, beyond that, so be th- the other three doctors said, "No, we can't, can't touch do it." it. Yeah. No, they didn't. They're like me. They don't like that stuff. Yeah, that's gross, pal. Get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> they think pal will be okay. There is one problem. One eye uh, right now. He has no vision, but they think okay. that will come back. So they think you he'll be what? fine. You know what? I would trade losing the vision in one eye yeah. for getting rid of a four-pound tumor on my head. Doc, yeah. could you take I'd this? I'd make that yeah. deal. Take this you can have an eye, Doc. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, what a conversation starter. What's that there? <laughs> oh, it's my goiter. <laughs> goiter. Chevy Chase recently tracked down a truck. He says cut him off, but when he tried to confront the driver, he ended up getting booted to the ground. All of this according to a police report. Uh, Chevy Chase uh, claims he was traveling over the Tappan Zee Bridge in New York when a black pickup cut him off. He told cops he thought the truck had hit his car, so he flashed his high beams and followed till the driver of the pickup pulled over. Chevy obviously doesn't hear Joe's Federated ads. Apparently not. He needs to calm down. According to the police report, uh, Chevy realized there was no damage to either vehicle, but approached the driver to, quote, speak to him about his reckless driving. Oh, boy, what a mistake. Yeah, uh, there were three people in the truck. At that point, one of them flipped him off, and uh, Chevy says he fired back, saying, if I were a lot younger, I'd bust your nose. Oh, well, that's tough. At that point, mm-hmm. one of them got out and kicked him in the shoulder so hard, oh. he fell to the ground. Yeah. According to the police documents, him in the shoulder. Yeah, I know. That's uh, well. I saw the story. I thought the same thing. Huh. According to documents, the pickup driver claims Chevy tried to throw a punch first, and the alleged kicker was just blocking his fist with his foot. Cops cited uh, the fellow who kicked him with second-degree harassment. There was a third-party witness who, according to cops, pulled over because he didn't quote want to see an old man get his ass stomped. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Chevy is uh, being a little arrogant there and should have just let her go. Yeah, he's, he's always been nose. arrogant. But, he, Patrick, the worst thing you can possibly do is get out of your car. Don't oh, my get out of your car. Don't get out of the car. You're in for an ass kicking. I just give him the two hands up, you know, up in the air. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Know, I'm a dummy. I'm old. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I had my blinker on. <laughs> I just looked up like I just looked up goiter. Yeah, and there's a classy spelling you can use to make it sound better. It's G O I T E R, but you can make it R E, which makes it a lot classier. Oh, goitre! Oh, really? Goitre. Goitre. Oh, it's French. Goitre. Yeah, goitre. <laughs> so if I ever get one, I'm gonna have a goitre. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Okay. I would. Uh, I don't think any of us are going to do this in the near future. In New York, a cook, 53-year-old Luis Figueroa of Brentwood, said he scored a top prize on the $2,500 a week for life scratch-off game. That means he earns a minimum guaranteed payout of at least two and a half million. 
But he waited a month before collecting his prize because he didn't want to let down his employer. Oh, huh. what a loser. Vela <laughs> oh, Figueroa said he didn't want to ask for any time off since he knew he'd be quitting soon, and he said he wanted to have time to train in his replacement. Well, that's a noble. nice guy. What a nice guy. Yeah. Cook said he actually... You wouldn't train in the new traffic guy, Kenny? Yeah, on the phone from home. <laughs> hey, pal, you're only allowed to call me from noon to one. <laughs> uh, Vela Figueroa said he had only partially scratched the ticket he bought from the Bay Meat and Deli in Bay Shore when he asked the clerk to scan it to make sure it was a winner. He told me it was a winner, but it was a little bigger than I thought. We all got back in the car and headed to work. Everyone was happy for me, but we had to get back to work. The big winner said he's thinking about using his jackpot to buy a house and possibly start his own. So they're business. selling lottery tickets at a meat market. Oh yeah, yeah you can get them. Sure, That's, yeah. uh, I, I didn't know that that you can get them at a meat market. I that love this like... country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> give me. Uh, you're kind of like uh, the guy in uh, American Graffiti ordering. Yeah, give me a, yep. give me a, exactly give me a pound of burger, six weenies, and a, and a couple of lottery tickets. In Great Britain, an uh, elderly care home there has hired pole dancers to keep its residents entertained. Are they old stuff? Toad. I just remembered the name. Toad. Toad. Oh, Toad, right. Toad. Um, Here it is. Yeah. Let me have, okay, yeah, let me have a, a Three Musketeers and a ballpoint pen, one of those combs there, a kind of old Harper, uh, a couple of flashlight batteries, and some beef jerky. <laughs> That comb over there. <laughs> I haven't watched that in a long time. Oh, it was a great movie. It was. Remember when he got beat up by the guys? And the, yes. the blonde says, well, do, you, do you need any help? Oh, all I can get. <laughs> Toad. Candy, uh, what was her real name? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't she, know. Uh, she didn't have Candy Clark or something like that. She didn't have much of a career. No. Uh, the care home, anyway, has hired... Uh, pole dancers, no, Kenny, to answer your question. They're not. Oh, okay. Old, uh, I saw some photos. Uh, was You're a... out then? <laughs> no, no, I'm just wondering what this does to the old uh, old person's heart when you've got a uh, 20-something-year-old uh, uh, writhing text. around in the floor and working the pole. <laughs> Pictures from the latest performance showed residents watching the dancers acrobatically spin around a metal pole in sports bras and panties. It's mm. been branded by uh, local city council members as, quote, inappropriate. <laughs> they said they were staggered by the choice of entertainment, but the bosses at the Fairmill Grange home in Christchurch, Dorset, defended its decision to hire the dancers. Izzy Nichols uh, runs the place. He said relatives and residents requested more modern style activities. <laughs> residents were given several choices of activity and specifically chose for a local pole dancing company to perform. Uh, Katie Henry is the owner of Pole Dance Factory and Pool. Uh, they provide the dancers. She said her dancers are just <laughs> providing another form of entertainment. She said, yeah, it's a bit different, but she added there are different styles of pole dancing. The style performed at the Grange was gymnastic and to music from the 1950s and 1960s. Oh, so it's not pornographic in any way, then? It's, uh, well, the pictures I saw, they were in uh, bras and panties, basically. Yeah, so it's not like Hurley, Wisconsin, where there's guys in liner hats and flashlights and all of that. It's not like a scene from the Bada Bing in Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. They don't bring their kid. He's not sitting at the bar. Oh, God. (laughs) Mommy shifts almost over. I I know you don't support the... uh, 
the gun movement uh, too much here, the anti-gun movement, but you do love Mr. Dave Hill just like I do. I do. What Dave said. I'm admittedly kind of drunk right now, but what <laughs> if, just as a proof of concept, we picked a few states that have reasonable gun control and let the rest remain completely nuts and then see which ones wind up with less dead kids after two years? Yeah. This is a this is a hot 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 issue, <laughs> yes, and is. there's no middle ground at all. Oh, I mean, no, there the, nobody's talking about trying to solve this. They're yeah. just shoving each other's ideas at each other. There's no middle ground. We gotta find a middle ground on this. Does but it? you God. still gotta admit, Kenny, Dave Hills. 10 minutes on the bidet in uh, oh. Asia was still the oh. ten minute, greatest 10 minutes of radio in it Twin Cities so history. It was so fun, yeah. <laughs> he is so good. Did yeah. it almost get you guys fired? Hell, it almost got us re- re- renewed. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, driver's dash cam in Taiwan captured the moment. you got to search this out on the Internet. Okay. okay. Uh, captured the moment a gigantic boulder fell from a cliff and came within inches of crushing the vehicle. Wow. It looks like something you'd see in a Hollywood movie, uh, like it's computer generated. Yeah. Uh, The video filmed Tuesday on a highway next to a large cliff shows the driver traveling behind a large truck. Suddenly, a huge boulder falls from the cliff, breaks on the ground right in front of the filmer's car as he he slams on the brakes, narrowly missing, crashing into the rock. Yeah, I did a I did a drive last summer out in the Rockies, and I got to tell you, there's nothing that uh, uh, that moves your pace along, Patrick. When you see the falling rock sign, and then you see rocks all over, it's like you know I'm not gonna delay. Here. No, I'm, I'm gonna a, hammer I'm down. Not, I'm gonna keep going here. Yeah. <laughs> in Pennsylvania, middle school canceled classes after a student who said he was sleepwalking was found inside the building at 2:30 in the morning. State police say the 7th graders called 911 around 2.30 to report he was inside Wendover Middle School in Hempfield Township. Told authorities he'd been sleepwalking and woke up inside the school. Uh, I'm not buying nah, this. I'm, I'm not, not buying either. this. I was don't it? buy sleepwalking as a concept. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. It's not real. You've expressed that before, <laughs> I remember, Patrick. It's all BS. It's excuses. <laughs> it's excuses for criminal behavior. The uh, six-year-old tried pulling this one off about three or four months ago after he saw it on a cartoon. <laughs> so and he... he's walking around with his arms yeah. straight He's up. got the one eye peeked open like, I wonder if mom and dad are paying attention. Can't your butt back into bed, kid. Police say the student <laughs> entered the school through a window and wandered around for about 15 minutes. He lived about four miles from the school. Oh, I'm not buying this. Royce's right. This yeah. is fraud. The Hempfield Area School District canceled classes yesterday due to security concerns yeah. after the incident. What? Police swept the building. The district said uh, the incident is not connected to another student's arrest earlier this week uh, for threatening a student, another student there. Classes uh, did resume at the school this morning. All right, Johnny, that was spectacular. <laughs> we have an action-packed show today. Uh, Gary Foshing, the uh, St. John's football coach, is... I figured he might be here because his son, Jeff, is starting for the Gophers tonight. And uh, I don't know if they just flew down, but he said he'd be getting to the ballpark. So not only did he not pick St. John's, he picked baseball over football. Yeah, that is uh, interesting. And then uh, at uh, 440, Carly Wagner, who's uh, trying to lead the Gophers to the NCAA tournament. 
for the first time in her four-year career, and they should make it even though they got beat by Indiana, right? Yes. And then uh, uh, we got John Anderson, the Gophers baseball coach, who we actually talked to earlier because the game will be started by the time uh, we, we have him on, but we had a nice conversation with John. And then Natalie Darwitz, three times uh, U.S. Olympic hockey player, now the Hamlin hockey coach, uh, never was able to beat the godless Canadians, and uh, I'm sure she was a happy uh, young woman, a young mom, at uh, midnight or so last night when the uh, go. Actually, was it after midnight? When it one it was, yeah, it was like one o'clock in the morning. One o'clock in the morning when the U.S. won the hockey game. We'll be back momentarily. <laughs> <laughs> 